Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. Our compulsory third-party team is passionate about all things CTP. They have extensive knowledge of the complexities of CTP cases and have seen everything from a heated liability dispute, an alternative blameless accident allegation, a nuanced causation issue, and an economic loss claim with family trusts and an offshore bank account, and even a claim for replacement care for the family budgie. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, my name is Boris Nikovsky. I'm a solicitor working across both the statutory insurance and public liability teams at McCabe Kerwood. I'm joined today by Eden Christopher, an associate in the statutory insurance team. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me, Boris. What are we discussing today? Well, given our work across both CTP and public liability, a lot of people ask me about the boundaries of the indemnity in public liability and CTP policies. Obviously, people want to know when a CTP insurer can blame an occupier or employer or when an accident involving a motor vehicle is not indemnified under the CTP scheme. Yeah, it's a very good topic. I guess you would start somewhere like the nominal defendant and GLG Australia. Is that right? You're right. It's a high court decision that may be used to support the argument that the CTP indemnity does not extend to an injury caused by a negligent system of work, which happens to involve the use or operation of a motor vehicle. I guess the most common situation of where the boundaries between the two policies is tested is where an accident occurs in a warehouse where forklifts and pedestrians are working in close proximity. Yes, it's a very common scenario. Okay, well, do you want to go through the facts of GLG Australia? Sure. GLG was the occupier and operator of a warehouse at which containers of goods were unloaded. The plaintiff was employed by a labour hire company who provided services to GLG. Containers were to be unloaded and placed in the yard of the warehouse. The plaintiff would then load the boxes from the container onto a pallet. A CTP insured and registered forklift was then used to transport the pallet up a ramp and onto a platform. As the forklift went up the ramp, it caused vibrations. The vibrations from the forklift caused the boxes stacked in the container to fall and strike the plaintiff. Okay, so I guess GLG, as the occupier, wanted to blame the CTP insurer. That's right. GLG argued that the accident occurred in the use or operation of a vehicle pursuant to Section 3 of the Motor Accidents Compensation Act. The CTP insurer of the forklift was insolvent at the time and consequently the nominal defendant was substituted in its place. Okay, well, what about the workers' comp insurer? Were they involved as well? You're right. There were three policies that responded to the accident. The employer's workers' compensation policy, the occupier's public liability policy, and the forklift's CTP policy. Okay. So, in respect of the CTP policy, the court had to determine whether there was fault on the part of the owner or driver of the forklift in the use or operation of that vehicle. What did the court find? Justices Gleeson, Gummo, Hain and Hayden found that although the occupier owned the forklift and was at fault, the fault did not lie in the use or operation of the vehicle as it was not being driven in a negligent way. Okay, so if the forklift was not driven in a negligent way, the plaintiff had to have satisfied the cord of the negligence of someone else, such as the occupier or the employer. Was the plaintiff able to find negligence by another party? The plaintiff successfully established that the occupier was liable for failing to design and implement a safe system of work that involved devising and providing a reasonably safe system of unloading containers which would not cause vibrations likely to destabilise the containers. All right. So the court found that the cause of the injury was the unsafe system rather than the use or the operation of the forklift. That's right. The High Court focused on the immediate question of whether there was any fault 
at all by the owner or driver of the forklift in the driving of the vehicle and concluded that there was no such fault. This means that the CTP policy did not respond and both the occupier and workers' compensation insurers had to pay damages. Well, not every situation is as clear-cut, though. What about situations where the safe system of work is the predominant cause rather than the exclusive cause? Well, every matter depends on its own facts. For instance, in the matter of Allianz Australia VGSF Australia, a truck used for the specific purpose of delivering transport airline containers had a defect in its mechanism for moving the containers. To overcome the defect, rather than repairing the truck's defective mechanism, a supervisor directed workers to unload the truck manually, which caused an injury to one of the workers. Okay, so the motor vehicle was defective and was being used to transport airline containers. However, an unsafe system of work was used to overcome the defect. What was the result? The High Court delineated the system of work from the defect in the motor vehicle and concluded the system of work adopted was a predominant cause of the injury. The CTP policy was found not to respond. The decision means that you must always ensure that the relevant injury was caused during the use and operation of a motor vehicle, as well as being a consequence of the use and operation of the vehicle. Yeah, it can be very nuanced. We should say that knowing the circumstances of the accident is always critical when determining whether the CTP indemnity extends to the injury. Each situation needs to be carefully analysed. Exactly. These two decisions are not blanket rules and advice should be sought whenever there is a possibility that CTP indemnity may not apply or where another party such as an occupier or employer might be to blame. Well, thanks a lot, Boris. Thanks, Eden, and thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.